the comic book pit. Okay. Decisions, decisions. <laughs> yeah, you know, as much as I would love to sit here and talk pirates, we are on the clock. I feel bad for Dan was like, get to it, guys. Get oh, that's it okay. Away. That's, that's cool. He's, like he's waving his minutes. Feet. He's waving that finger to get it moving, <laughs> that yeah. mo- get it moving motion, but we're not seeing it. No. We don't oh, see that's, it. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing yeah. the wind created yeah. by it. That, yeah. That, you know, that... that that explains so much. I can't. I, all this time, all these years, I thought you guys could see me. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I see. I mean, I always thought Scott was a was a little rodent with a an M60 <laughs> and a bandolier belt, <laughs> and who stayed perfectly still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I do have TMJ, so it makes sense that I, I mean, look the way I do. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, no, well, I'm, uh, I'm I'm ready to go if you guys are. Yeah, let's kick the tires and light the fires, Daddy. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's been ah. it's been too long since we've had an Independence Day reference. Yeah. It's way too long. <laughs> it's been it's way too long since a lot of things. I've uh, been way too long since you guys have been on. I'm sure the audience is falling over themselves with joy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's finally. It's good to be back. No, but you know. You, I, I, I have to say it, and I, I said it online, but I want to say it publicly that, you know, I think uh, Jared and Sean have been doing an exemplary job of, uh, you know, keeping things going in our, in our absence. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, they've been they've been awesome. They've been killing. They're, they're timely. That's what Scott tells people. Scott doesn't listen to the show. so I don't listen to it, but I know they're good. <laughs> Scott just assumes. Yeah. I, he has know, people they, that, that listen to a forum and report back. Podcast, yeah. I'm sure they talk about things and <laughs> relevant stuff they have voices <laughs> they are entertaining in certain ways they're mildly well, they educated 60 minutes they obviously said something <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and, well and you know and, and we're gonna yeah and what what the you know duke said just a minute ago that they were you know you guys are johnny on the spot you know you guys already did an episode this week but we're gonna do another one so Three weeks and three episodes. Bang. Yes. Yep. That that's Sean Atkins for you. He's uh like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clockwork. He's always there. He is. He's not really orange, but he is like clockwork. <laughs> no. 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 Anyway. Duke, you, enough of my battling. You might have come back yeah. too soon. Do you need yeah, do you need I a little did. more time off to uh yeah. you I actually yeah. I had a mini nap tonight too, so I'm oh, a little geez. out of it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Old man Duke. You might have some PTSD or something going on. Perhaps. Yeah. Or um, PTVD, have... post-traumatic <laughs> vacation <laughs> syndrome or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, so this is 
comic book pit, and I believe we're at episode 210. Two ten. Mistaken, gentlemen. That is that is accurate. The big two one zero. It's um, yeah. So like I said, yeah, it's good to be back. It's uh, uh, I got a couple of things to talk about. Is there any um, is there any media things that's been uh been going on? There was a movie that came out since you guys were last on. Oh yeah, pa- uh, Paper Towns. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I wanted to wait until the three of us were back to talk about it. <laughs> so um, side note, I did I did see Paper Towns. <laughs> is that the one where the girl goes disappearing? Yeah, it's, and the nerds have to find her. Yeah, then... it's okay. It's it was uh, you know it is whatever. Oh, that seems to be the theme of the movies. Yeah, it was all right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, but I, I believe the uh, the movie that you're referring to is uh, a uh, little pun intended known movie <laughs> called Ant Man. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's the one that fits the theme of our show. Yeah, Ooh. and it, uh, I believe I just I read a, a couple days ago, or maybe it was just yesterday, that it it uh, broke a hundred million and it, it toppled uh, Pixels. Number one again, right? That's or no? That's exactly a high bar to clear. Pixels. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that you, movie. That movie's like the official. Uh, stake in the heart of Adam Sandler's oh, career. people are loving... Like, it's that, over. That's the movie that people love to hate right now. I hope like, so. The, I mean, it's, they're saying, like, <laughs> this is it. Like, oh, the really? Netflix deal he pulled is more like a uh, lifeboat than a savvy move, is what the uh, the pundits are reporting. Back. <laughs> you know, I, I watched the trailer for Pixels a couple of weeks ago, and even the trailer was just... Like, I... Don't find any of this remotely amusing. Like, no, it looks stupid. Yeah, I think what I think his problem is that he, even in his director buddy that's been taking all the heat, but they don't take their jobs seriously enough. Was it directed you know, by Chris comedy. Chris Columbus? Is that who it is? Yeah, like the director of um, yeah. I mean, good movies. Chris Columbus. I mean, at least back in the day, was you know kind of a you know a, a force to be reckoned with as far as directing like good solid comedic m- movies. It is Chris Columbus. How about that? Yeah, and he's a Pennsylvania native. I didn't know that. And it might it might not have been him. And maybe it was one of the producers then. But one of the guys was basically saying like, you know, like I don't read reviews, and we put out good movies, and blah blah. And how do you know? Yeah, it's like well, you don't. Read <laughs> yeah, the man reviews, that brought so. you Home Alone has brought you Pixels. Yeah. What a difference twenty five years makes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but uh, you know I I think you know I still think We're that's a, a track, you know even though yeah there maybe there's not a ton of like strong competition I think that's still respectable I mean considering oh for Ant Man yeah, yeah considering that yeah. you know yeah, it's it, it, it's, it was, an, it's an untested property yeah. you know, well you know I, I mean know, it's, not, it's I mean Marvel, it's an untested character let's say yeah after Guardians Marvel could float anything out there and it's still Break a hundred million. Well, let's 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 all. I know. Confession, people. We talked about this before, but not yes. in a recording studio. Right. We had a brief um, discussion about it last weekend. No, but like our thumbs up, thumbs down kind of review. Like I, basically, what I my what I took from Ant Man is that I really enjoyed it, 
but I felt that it was a safe play by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it. You know, I, I I'm not so blind that I didn't see you know a, a couple of chinks in the armor, but you know, I I just enjoyed it for what it was. You know, I I I. I think really what saved it was just the, the 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 cast in general. Not even, I mean, definitely not the the villain because he was just kind of cookie cutter. Yeah. But you yeah. know the 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 uh, relationship or the um just the the rapport that you know you have with between Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd and Michael Pena. Um, just yeah, I, I, it was just Pena. enjoyable. Pena. He was uh, the charm in the movie. Yeah. He, yes. He kind of yeah. stole the show. Yeah. Indeed, he did. Which I don't think he could have been Ant Man. I would have been okay with that. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? My my only gripe about really about Paul Rudd as Ant Man is why did they make him ripped? You know, like why did they got to do this? You know, like we I like pudgy Paul Rudd. You know, funny Paul Rudd. You know, but, well, let's just say probably, I mean, <laughs> he spent a couple of years in jail. He probably, yeah, you know. He's like, well, I get punched in the face. You're not, you're, you're probably not eating that great. You're probably losing weight. <laughs> and, and, you know, in general. Yeah. And who knows, maybe, you know, the Scott Lang of the cinematic Marvel U was like, you know, into keeping it in shape and doing, you know. Yeah, well, you know. You know he, maybe yeah. he belonged to LA Fitness or something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> in prison. Well, maybe yeah. before prison. Maybe he was oh. all. No, maybe he was already. Well, as they showed you, Scott, if you were paying attention to the film, <laughs> Scott Lang, his no, burglar, his burglary, it required acrobatics. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. was. He, he was. He definitely put the cat in cat burglar. <laughs> Even though he didn't really, never really stole anything, he was more of like a techno thief. He, he yeah. He kind of just like played with. He was you a know, good guy thief. He was a yeah, as they spilled out in the yeah, yeah. painfully expository dialogue. Yeah, of, <laughs> the first twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'll, if the the, uh, the Agents of Shield part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, my, my thumb is uh, runs parallel to the ground on this. It is not up, nor is it down uh, per se. Mm-hmm. But my 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 beef with it was I felt like I had seen it just from the trailers. I felt like it kind of showed me the movie and. I didn't have any, like, surprise. And it felt a little flat. I, I think we talked about this, Scott. You and I yeah. came to this conclusion. It missed Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah. I just well, felt I think... flat, and I think the moments where it did sort of perk up was, like, the notes that Edgar Wright left behind. Right, and, you, and it shows. It shows where you're like, oh, that's Edgar Wright's part of the movie. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't know what... what, what, what the creative differences that made him leave. Some people, I think, speculate it's the uh, the forced crossover with the shared universe. Yeah. Which, if that is indeed the case, that's like two auteurs that Mighty Marvel has driven away by forcing crossover. Because Josh, we I don't think Josh Whedon was driven away per se, but he definitely did not care for that Ragnarok teaser scene plopped down in the middle of Thor and uh, Avengers Two. Oh yeah. Oh, the pool. Yeah, yeah pool. Yeah, Thor took a Thor took a bath. And multiple like, reports that he did not want to put that in there. Well, well, I I think I mean from the and this is all speculation. I, I think from the from the Edgar Wright 
perspective. You know, I mean, they were. Wor- I mean, he was working on Ant Man even before Iron Man. Yeah, even before Iron Man. I mean, he's been working like on it for ten stuff. years. So that's yeah. another um, knock against is that something that's been simmering this long. I mean, there was what four writers on the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it, if you were you toil away in something for a long time, you you it tends to get overworked, and I think it yeah. may, that could be a case too. I don't know. I I don't think it was all that in a bag of chips. It was fine. I guess if we're going to do like, where does it sit in the hierarchy of Marvel movies? It's like with the Incredible Hulk and like the Thor movies. Yeah, I would I would agree. I would put it firmly in the middle. I would yeah. put it probably above the Incredible Hulk and Thor: The Dark World, but maybe even with the first Thor. Yeah, I, you know that's where I'd put it. Just right on with where Thor. it was enjoyable, but it didn't really rock my world. Yeah, this I did not really care for the second Thor movie. I but, barely uh, remember it. I know I've seen it, but I, I you know, I tend don't to ask remember, me what the plot is. Oh, I couldn't tell you either. But oh, it's the plot of Superman. Remember? I pretty, I pretty much just remember like kind of the the more humorous parts of the second Thor movie, um, rather than like, oh, that's what the movie was about. You know, I just yeah. kind of remember like the the parts that made me chuckle. Um, but yeah, when Cat uh, Denning sees the hammer again, she's like meow meow. Yeah meow. Yeah. Or when when Thor like you know he hops on the tube with like the the working class. Mm, he's I like, which way you know? Wh- oh, yeah. How many stops until blah blah? And he's just like holding on with like some working class secretaries. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, just some kind of funny things. Yeah, and Cat Dennings was just you know she's always kind of funny, <laughs> but. Anywho, so yeah. so yeah, uh, so overall, we we give probably Ant Man like a maybe like a a strong C. I give Ant Man. I give Ant Man a golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah. I give that. Like I said, it wasn't the most horrible thing I've ever. Yeah. But I also, I, I didn't walk out of it feeling like I did it with Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, I mean, I wanted yeah, to like it. Don't get me wrong. It's not like when there's like this movie, we should suck, and I will. I wanted to enjoy it, and I was like, eh, it's kind of boring, and I kind of, no surprises. But see. What you got to do? What yeah. you got to do? <laughs> but, you know, it looks like we'll definitely get more, uh, even if we don't get a, another Ant-Man movie, we're going to get Ant-Man in Civil War. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're going to get everybody in Civil War. So. And the Duke's going to be in Civil War. Oh. I'll be in it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be an eight-hour movie, so they can fit all the characters. <laughs> I hear, <laughs> yeah. I hear they're bringing in Peter Jackson to uh, direct it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be a nine-hour nine opus. Yeah. So, <laughs> not to we don't have to dwell on this too long because it's kind of very old news. But you know, since I think one of you, Duke, I think you just briefly mentioned Agents of Shield in passing. I oh, finally, yeah. I finally watched the, the final. I finally watched the Agents of Shield season finale this week. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I thought the the part two of the two parter was, you know, part one was pretty just like setting it up, but yeah, part two was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited for season three now. Yeah, so. I like I like I was saying before, I I kind of wished that. That part one and two finale that they did, I wish that was like the meat of the whole season. 
Yeah. Like, that would have been a great... They could have pulled that over at least half the season. And they were just like... But instead, they're like... You know, they got to the good part right at the very end. So... The only thing is, I'm, I'm just... I, I feel like they 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 latch on to an el- like a, a show element or a story element and they just drag it out like the first season was all was Hydra yeah and the second season is the Inhumans mm-hmm. and now it's going to be I, I I feel like the third season is going to be like oh now here's Grant Ward leading his new team of oh yeah yeah I'm like can we just Send Grant Ward away for a while and just bring in someone different. They could have, they could have killed him off immediately. I would have been absolutely happy with that. As soon as, oh, he's a bad guy. Oh, he's dead. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But instead, they keep bringing him back, and then everybody acts awkward, like, "Well, we don't like him because he shot a bunch of our friends." Well, yeah, you know. And they the did. only person that even tried to take him out was the science girl. And she failed at it because she's not a gun shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we, and we and I think we kind of talked about that too in relationship to Arrow, where like every other episode they bring back Malcolm Merlin, and they're like, "Oh, we hate you, but we need your help." And it's yeah. like the same thing with yeah, exactly. With War. It's yeah. like, "Oh, you betrayed us, but we need you for this." Exactly. Convoluted yeah, and then they all yell at each other. Like, and why do you trust him? Why don't you trust him? Why? Well, he did yeah. this. Well, he had a, every you know, person just, checks in with their with yeah. with him to tell him what they think about it. Mm-hmm. And Felicity always has a fit and then runs off. <laughs> she 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 clicks away in her high heels. Yeah, to the other guy. <laughs> and it doesn't you know? And I and I don't mean Adam. I mean just fill in the blank. Right. And then she gets <laughs> mad at that guy and then comes back to Arrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in punchy form tonight. But, uh... <laughs> it's a thing. But, anyway, um, I just... No, I was going to say about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is I wish that, um, like, Sky's parents, mm-hmm. um, and they, how they kind of... They did some role reversal stuff where, at right at the very end, where um, her dad became more of a good guy... And his, and her mother became the bad guy. Yeah. And I was like, man, if they would have made that last like a good four episodes, that would have been great. I, but they just kind of they I, were just like, oh, hey, here's an idea, and we ran out of time. I I did like that they actually they pulled the trigger on him looking like Mr. Hyde, even if it yeah. didn't look that good, which I thought it looked pretty bad. I I thought he made it look good. Like I don't know about the prosthetic stuff too much, you know. Yeah. But I thought the the uh, McLaughlin. I kind of, I kind of wish they had done more with him in that. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like they just get to it in the last half hour or whatever. And How for, cool would? Yeah, and for like ten minutes of it, he's pinned against a car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If they had done that for more episodes, it would have been more, you yeah. know, more good TV then. But I think that's just that, that's just you know the uh, symptomatic of of this show in general that we've talked about so many times. It's like they don't want to show us what it's other characters nice. can do. Yeah, it's like show us Comic Lachlan as Mister Hyde or you know for a couple of episodes just tearing shit up and yeah. Is that who he's supposed to be? Yeah. yeah. More or less, I guess. Right? No, he I is. Mean, he's supposed he to is. be. 
I think even down, I think he's even got the same name. I think you're I'm right. Blank, about I'm that. blanking on his name, but I yeah. that he's supposed he's supposed to be Mr. Hyde, and it's even in the comics that Daisy is the daughter of Mr. Hyde. Well, I think, I think. they might have retconned that actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the other thing I, I did like about the about the very end is they pretty much um, hinted at they're they're going to be doing Secret Warriors. Calvin Zabo. Yeah. Okay. They, they, his his name was Cal, but I don't think they I don't think they had the last name. They he had a different last name. All right. What's this? But they called him. They called him Kyle. They called him Cal. Calvin Zabo. Yeah. And what's the actor's name? Kyle. 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 Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. From Dune. And Twin Peaks. And Twin Peaks. And and Desperate Housewives and Sex and City. Uh, oh, showgirls! Uh, showgirls. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a low low mark for him. <laughs> that was, a low, was, that a, was a low mark for everybody. For everyone. <laughs> yeah, for for the all the world. For the world. That's when. Uh, um. I, that's when James. Start. I think that's when James Cameron had to go down and dig, you know, raise the bar back up out of the ocean <laughs> and drop too low. But. I, I will admit that's where I first discovered Gina Gershon. So, oh yeah, that's if <laughs> you know if I could take anything away from Showgirls, it's that. Yeah. Has he been Mr. Hyde on the show? In they, the very... They've hinted at it that he's got this formula and he's always had these kind of like outbursts, like these anger issues where he looks like he's trying to control his anger. But it wasn't until the very last episode. I'm sending you a link. What's this photo? Where he maybe from something unrelated. Where he actually takes the the formula and transforms, um, and he's kind of got like the uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's in the final episode. That's pretty much it. He doesn't look that happy like in a copy. Yeah, but that's it though. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's it, the, the it prosthetics. Looked, it looked better in the show. <laughs> like he's got the hands with like the kind of the gross nails and his like the caveman forehead and. But he's not, you know, it's not like he's like splitting out of his coat or anything. Like yeah. he, he should have. I feel like he should have gotten bigger or something. Yeah. But he did not. But it is like you said. They 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 want to tease about it, so they just were like, "No, you're you as an actor, just do, mm-hmm. you know, do your best being a monster." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and 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 but the cool thing is, like they they took care of the character in a way that they could bring him back if they wanted yeah. to. Um, which I, I totally was fine with the way I, they, I they wrapped it, up his story. I thought it was a fine ending as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing, too, the way they ended up the whole family uh, issue, you know, between Skye and her parents, um, was too quick. And another thing that they could have made last over no, a number of episodes, it would have been a lot... Um, you know, a lot more gravity to it if they had took the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have cared more about what happened to them at the end. But they rushed it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and a, 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 you know, a, a sad and gruesome ending for uh, Edward James almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he, 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 he was, he was okay for the few episodes he was on. I, I always like seeing, seeing him. Yeah. So when you mention him, I've uh, been catching up on Dexter in the season I was catching up on. It's, it's a couple years old, 
but he was in it as well. Also, uh, yeah, I remember that. a gruesome demise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's with when when he and Colin Hanks were kind of the uh, yes, the religious zealots, the doomsday killers. Yeah, that? that's right. Well, I was think he, was I, he with mustache or no? Uh, Sans mustache. Okay. I think that's actually that was maybe the last season I, I watched. I think I dropped out maybe after that, mm-hmm. um, or w- w- whatever season it was that his sister started feeling romantic, like sexual feelings. I think that's him. the next season. Yeah, that's but that's she, when I, I I can't gripe about spoilers. You know, three or four years after a show has been off the air. Yeah, that, yeah. you look at the uh, the Netflix. Uh, descriptions it kind of pretty much puts it on front street so yeah <laughs> you know it, it, not not to uh go too much further down this down this rat hole but uh we were at uh my girlfriend and i were at a restaurant uh last weekend and there was this couple behind us or these two couples behind us talking about what they're watching on netflix and one of them was like a younger couple maybe like in their like mid to late 20s or so and uh they're like, oh, we started watching Dexter. You know that old show? Eh. Oh my! Like what? That's not old. Old. No, we like, live in an age of immediacy. We're not, we're not yeah. you know, like Green Acres is old. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you know the the Andy well, Griffith show is old. Family the Ties fi- is old. Yeah. The final episode <laughs> did air almost two years ago, Dan. Oh, that's well, you got me on that, that one. That is ancient. In internet lifespan. I'm still with the president when the last episode of Dexter aired. That's how long ago it was. And that was a god awful finale, in my opinion. I, I did yeah, not again, I'm just not care for it. It's just the journey for me. I'll ride it all out. I did miss it. It's been a while since I watched it, and I didn't. I didn't miss the characters. I found. I thought. I mean, those back into it. Those first two seasons were amazing. And then it just—I don't know if it just suffered under the the weight of its own popularity or what happened. But you know, it seems like there's some shows that just you know they they do so well in the beginning and then they start. I don't know if it's because you know sometimes create you know it's creative people leave, showrunners leave. Um, I think that was I believe the case with the final season was that they did have a. A showrunner left and a new one came in. But I haven't seen I've just from stuff I've heard. But um, have you ever read the book that it's based off of, uh, Darkly Dreaming Dexter? I've never read any of the books, no. It's, uh, I've only read the first book, and it's pretty much what the first season was based off of. And it's one of the rare occasions where the adaptation is vastly superior to the source material. Mm. Uh, someone read that book and was like, wow, there's so much more here. Huh? And, and that first season, which I'm uh, with you, was, was fantastic, uh, is way better than the book. Like, the book just, like, the book feels like it's an adaptation of the first season. Like, there's con- stuff that condensed and stuff that's not, you know, not in it. and Like, they really expanded and add to, added to it for the show. I was I was amazed. It's not a very long, I don't think it's like a 200, like less than 200 pages, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a short book. That's why I never felt compelled to read uh, the Marvel stuff to bring it back to uh, the title of the show, uh, because it's from Jeffrey Lindsay, the author. And I was like, well, I didn't care for the book that much, so why would I like this version of Dexter? Yeah, you know, I was always 
surprised when they, you know, brought brought that property to comics because I kind of thought like, well, who's really, you know, who's really uh, searching this stuff out? Who, you know, who's yeah. really, yeah. who really wants to read this character in comic book form? Because yeah, and it's nothing like the show that's going to bring them into it. Yeah, it's going to be I love even that show. It's going to be even tamer than the show because it's a comic book. It's 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 a Marvel comic. It's not like it's being put out by, you know, um, Avatar or Xenoscope or something. But it wasn't a Max book either. It was just like a right or you know Vertigo. Like because Marvel, I don't yeah. even think they don't even do they even do Max titles anymore. I don't, I don't think so anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't they think they do. The wayside. I don't remember the last one. Maybe the Punisher Max. I, don't, I remember that's the last one. Like Fury's Fury. Yeah, I think I think those might have been some of the last ones they put out. Yeah. Cause I was I was reading those and yeah, I don't think they maybe really... Deadpool Max, which wasn't that great. Oh yeah, that's right. Even that was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. But you think that would have been good, you know, Kyle Baker? You think it would be good, but you'd be wrong. It was kind of dumb. Yeah. No. Ant-Man had four issues in, in the Max line. Of course he did. <laughs> what was Ant-Man Max? I, I don't know. Actually, that, well, I mean... Did you make that up, Scott? No, it's, no, I just pulled up their, their Max. They have a page with all their Max titles. And that was in 2004. They had uh, four issues of Ant-Man. Wow. Really? Yeah. Get out of here. The internet's not, not right. corroborating your story, Scott Hedlund. Oh wait, there it is. Marvel.wiki.com. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I know that you know the the irredeemable Ant Man was kind of. Oh, there like, you go. That sucked too. That that was uh, a little like quote unquote risque, but that wasn't. I know that definitely wasn't like a Max series. Phantom Max was one of their latest ones. Oh okay. Yeah, and Fury Max was right before that one. And this page doesn't scroll very much. Come on, that's about it though. I think after that they were like, "Yeah, let's take a break." Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's not part of Battle World in some way. <laughs> oh, Wolverine! Yeah. yeah, Wolverine Max. It ran through 2014. Wow. And finished up. Yeah. Okay, then that was probably yeah the most recent or the last one. Yeah, it's a good point, Scott. I'm surprised there is no Battle World Max. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe we missed it somehow, but they don't have, like, that, yeah. you know, that logo stamped on a book. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Max books kind of, uh, or not the Max, the Battle Road stuff. I wasn't getting a bunch of it, but, uh, I kind of, kind of, uh, lost my taste for it. Like, the main book I enjoy. It's weird. Like, I'll be riding off into the Marvel Sunset with this. Because, like, the yeah. post stuff, I don't, it's not really catching my fancy. And uh, some of the like the Scotty Young book, I'm kind of oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of done with that too, which is kind uh, of I, I've kind of um, I don't know like it it's left me with a bad taste where I'm questioning if I even want to try his uh, image book. Really, his, his writing's kind of cliche. Uh, like he's kind of just he he's got that one note and he plays the hell out of it and <laughs> I feel and I, I've heard it. And it's like, I've read the first two issues of that um, Battle World miniseries, and I'm like, this is just, 
tired. That so, oh, Yeah. I mean, how much... Can you really soak four issues out of Little A versus Little X? <laughs> is, there, is there really, like, yeah. 80 plus pages of story to do with that? Right. I thought that was going to be a one-shot. I was surprised there was a second issue. There's, like, two yeah. more. Yeah. It's, like, one of... It's a... Yeah. So... Uh, maybe I'll, I I'll still might give the first issue of I Hate Fairy Land or whatever it is a try, but yeah, the leash is tight. <laughs> I don't know. My collection's all over the place. Um, to get back in the comic books before we have to before we turn into a pumpkin this week. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever do this, but I kind of found myself uh, going into the recent past, and I am um, reading some issues of the Flash from like a year ago. Yeah. But side note, guess what issue I found hidden at the uh, Monroeville Phantom this week that I skipped issue over? Issue 40. Yeah. I, le- <laughs> I left it there because a uh, friend of the show, Pittsburgh Comics. He's is- working on it. Yeah. He told me on Wednesday, he said he let you down. No, but, he he's, but he's working on it. No worries. And then yeah. I was like thumbing through their pile of packages. I'm like, ah, there it was. There's like one, and it was like tucked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, people. So what I've done is I've gone back to... Um, like about a year or so, actually more than a year ago, because some of the issues were like coming in, were like advertising stuff that was like coming in June of 2014. And uh, I started, I'm, so I'm going back and I'm catching up like one issue at a time. And uh, it's actually surprisingly a good read. I didn't think it, I w- wasn't sure. I picked up issue 42 like last week. Um, I gave it a go. And uh, I don't know if they. I guess this, this would have predated the show coming on the air, but sort of elements from the show are, like, rather prominent mm. in the book. Nice. Like, oh, well, that's the Flash I know and like. And if it's... And it, Brett Booth is the artist. You may remember him from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, it's actually, at first, I was kind of like, eh. But uh, it, it's won me over. It's actually now... It's pretty decent artwork. And... Um, I'm I'm actually enjoying it, so I'm enjoying going back issue at a time, and we'll see where this goes. I don't know if I'll go back. Cause I, I don't know if you know this. I don't. If, I can't remember if I talked about it when I start joining the show or not. Like I was reading it from the jump with the New Fifty Two when it was uh, Manipo and Buccioletto doing it, and when they left around like twenty five or so, I jumped off. Mm. So basically, I could almost very easily fill in the gaps. There was only like five or six issues that I missed from where I restarted from where I left off. So now I'm debating doing and it's not that not that some of these issues are really tough to find. It's and it's odd. Hmm. <laughs> like issue forty, I checked what, three, four stores. Okay, the one did have it and I missed it. That's on me. But there was three other stores like, nope, don't have it. And I was like, yeah, I why think, is I issue forty of the flash of the... like some Yes, Scott? Uh, I think it's because of <laughs> reverse flash maybe. That could be because that is, is like it? a character in the in the uh, current issues. Is, yeah. Uh, well, Ian no, Bart- I mean, oh. yeah, yeah, like the the TV character stuff is cutting in. Every, your, yeah, yeah. I'm not the only this. one who's like, hey, yeah, I like this TV show. They make a book of this character too. <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe somebody should discuss that in panel form sometime. Perhaps. Yes. No. Anyway, um, that's a terrible idea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one will do that. No one would ever think to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's called foreshadowing. Yeah, you have okay. some sort of... Never mind. To make that happen. Forget about that. Scott Hedlund. 
<laughs> Think magic. <laughs> magic beans. I know where it definitely won't happen. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so, uh, Dan, did you want to tell us about uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters? Yeah, or I was like Spider Woman. <laughs> well, I was, uh, yeah, I was going to jump in and say that, yeah, I had a DC book that I... I really only get... DC? Yeah, I know, right? I, I, just, yeah. I don't, You know, I only really get a couple of... Can I even say a couple? Of, yeah, I guess I, I, I get Batgirl. I and, get a couple from everybody. Yeah. I, I started um, reading Batman again. Yeah. And I feel like there's another one I'm missing. But anyways, um, I saw the cover to Justice League Gods and Monsters Batman, which... Uh, it was a really nice cover from uh, Francisco Fra- Francesco Francavilla. Nice. And um, this is like the um, the there are is a series of prequel comics coming out in support of the uh, the animated feature, the new Bruce Tim animated feature. And I I just wanted to you know I, I really have no uh, interest or um, plans on watching that movie. I'm sure it's going to be a fine movie, but I just wanted to see what this was all about. And um, so, you know, Justice League Gods and Monsters is a, just to break it down in, you know, simple terms, it's it's a, it's like an Elseworlds tale. Um, Superman is actually the son of General Zod, who was sent to Earth and raised by farmers, but instead of farmers in the Midwest of the United States, he's raised by farmers in Mexico. Oh, okay. uh, Wonder Woman is actually a new god in the widow of uh, Orion huh. who fled Apocalypse to Earth. And then Batman is actually Dr. Kirk Langstrom, who Whoa. we know as Man-Bat. Oh. As, um, as a, he is, uh, you know, you see this in kind of flashbacks and, and different transitions but he has a he has cancer and as a way to try and cure himself of his cancer he inadvertently transforms himself into kind of a vampire and so you know he's got this bloodlust that he's trying to uh trying to keep under control and you know he, of course he decides well I'm going to go after the, the the people that deserve to die and mm. sometimes it it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And then he he meets someone who not only says, you know, I think I can help you, you know, get you know uh, either reverse this or get it under control. But also this person helps, you know, is really the only friend that he's since this whole thing started. So he's kind of regaining a little bit of his humanity. So. Um, it was a, it was an interesting uh, it was an interesting read um, as a as a one shot it it reads pretty nicely hmm. it's it's an interesting take it's you know it's it something so different of than just another way of watching Bruce Wayne become Batman it's you know there's no Bruce Wayne at all in this um, in this story there's no Bruce Wayne there's no Alfred there's no Commissioner Gordon hmm. there's you know none of the usual um, storytelling devices that we're used to for any Batman origin, um, but uh, 
yeah, this was good. And uh, the, the art was really nice. It was very appropriate for the story. It was uh, very moody, uh, heavy on the inks, kind of like, um, I don't know, do you guys, um, do you guys read Outcast, Kirkman's Outcast? No. I have not. Well, no, I, I take that back. I read the first three issues. Okay. But I didn't, well, I didn't it, really stick with it. The, the art reminded me of, of I think his name is uh, Azakeda. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I could be wrong, too, but I know what you're talking it, about. It, it's like that. It's, he drew Spider-Man for a minute. Yeah. And it, or it's like, kind of, you know, there's... Um, Hints of like uh, Michael Lark. I mean, it's just very um, kind of a kind of a real world feel to it. Heavy mm-hmm. inks. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I said, very uh, nice. real. You know, um, just a just a nice uh, one shot. You know, if, if you're into, you know, if, if if you're at all, you know, planning on seeing this movie, or if you just like different. Or Elseworlds type takes on familiar characters, um, or if you're like, hey, Bruce Tim, I haven't seen you anything yeah. in a while. He he co-wrote this with, uh, I believe, yeah, JM uh, JM Dematis. Oh my, uh, yeah, a, yeah. They 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 did the story, the Wayback Machine. Um, Dematis did the uh, the script, and the art is. Matthew Dow Smith. So, yeah, I would I would recommend it. Like I said, if if, if you know if, if you have a light week or something, and you just want something else to read, something different, you know, give it a shot. Nice. Oh, I guess it's my turn. Yes. Yes. Come on. Then once again, Dan pointed at me. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> now, I uh, was going through things I was trying not to duplicate, so um, I don't think we've talked about barbed wire on the podcast yet. No, the podcast Ever. wasn't around in the 90s when that <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah, but barbed wire is back in uh, her very first issue of... Uh, the Millennium or something. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, um, no, I had to pick it up because Adam Hughes did, you know, special covers for it. So I was like, I'm I'm in, you know, like I don't really care what the content is. Um, I'm buying it for the covers. You know, I'm that guy. But I like to be legit, too, and I read the book. <laughs> so I was like, I paid for this. I'm going to let's let's check it out, you know. To get out of the plastic sleeve for a minute. Um, so I read it, and you know I've never read I never read Barbed Wire back in the '90s either. But basically, she's uh, a bounty hunter, and uh, you know that's you know dog the bounty hunter, you know, but like a you know gorgeous blonde, you know that can kick butt. Hot the bounty hunter. Yeah, hot. Well, you uh, have the. Adam Hughes cover, so she's kicking more than butt. Yeah, she's yeah, she's kicking nuts. Scott <laughs> um, just put it right out there. And then she put yeah at her bar. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like peanuts, you know, and, and cashews. <laughs> no, you said uh, male testicles. <laughs> no, so like it starts out like pretty strong, where she's like she's the ass kicker that we all think she is, you know, and 
Uh, she collects a bounty, and then she's like, I'm going back to my bar. But then, like, the, the book kind of, I feel like it falls apart pretty quickly. Um, because she talks about her failing bar, and then uh, some numerous musclehead guys from different gangs and stuff all walk in, and they all posture at each other. And I feel like Barb Wire herself gets lost in their conflict. That she's just some, you know, background character for their fight. Mm. And, and I'm like, why, you know, like, why did they write it this way? Like, I don't, I don't know. And she just seems, there's scenes where, you know, she's kind of lost in the crowd and she's like, they're fighting in my bar and I don't know what to do. And, um, you know, she finally gets involved and when she does, the police show up. So then they break it up and she really doesn't accomplish anything. Um, and then at the end, she talks about having more bills, and she decides to take a case, you know, which I guess we'll find out about in issue two. So I was like, what? Like, you know, the first couple pages, I was thinking, like, all right, badass, you know? And then the rest of the book, I was like, wow, she really kind of got led around. Um, hmm. So I I don't know. I was like, if not for... Uh, Adam Hughes doing all four covers of the book, of the first four issues at least, I mean, I probably would not pick it up again based on the story. Um, the art was fine. I thought the story was a little bit lost for her. Um, but the covers the covers are awesome. So, And for that, I will continue to buy it. A dark horse appreciates your patronage. <laughs> <laughs> In spite of my critique. Yeah. <laughs> Money spins all the way, like it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Like, I don't want to be too judgmental because by, you know, an issue two, may, she may take control of, you know, her situation. Like, that might have just been all set up for, you know, her life's kind of out of control. Right. So, you know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay optimistic about it. Especially since I'm going to plunk down money for him. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's all. That's all we got. That's it? That's all right. That's, that's all I had. I know we had a short yeah. time, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I was just going to uh, mention uh, one other book um, that I just read tonight. I think it came out last week, but uh, it's called uh, Wolf. It's a first issue oh, yeah. from Image Comics. 50-some pages? 64 pages. Whoa. For, I think... Was it... $5. Yeah. Yeah. But, let me tell you, those are 64 pretty awesome pages. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it, it, it very much reminded me of... Um, like a, a really good... Uh, noir story. Um, I used to read a lot of... Novels by a, um, a mystery writer called uh, his name was uh, Ross McDonald, and he had this, you know, his uh, his main character was set up in the in Los Angeles in the '60s, and it, it was so many similarities to to those stories and the story that I read tonight that it was really took me back in a, in a good way, and. 
Uh, so you have the, the main character, his name is uh, Antoine Wolf, who um, y- he's still a bit of a mystery. You know, he's he's kind of uh, you don't know if he's immortal uh, or what his deal is. Uh, he's ex-military. Uh, he's had some, you know, he, he's got a you know he's got a past, but they haven't they haven't gone into it yet. But he's kind of a kind of a fixer for the supernatural underground in Los Angeles. He's kind of like a, a PI slash. Um, uh, I don't know. Like I said, like a fixer. Like um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that show, Ray Donovan, on Showtime. Yeah. yeah. How he kind of just fixes things for the the rich and famous. It's kind of like that. He, um, you know. He, but but with but with Ray Donovan as Sabretooth. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> no. Well, he doesn't. Well, he, <laughs> no. I'm... You know. Well, we're first we're first introduced to to the main character in the first couple of pages, he's on fire on Mulholland drive, just walking. Ooh. You don't know how he got on fire. He's just, uh, he's on fire and he's like just singing. He's singing a song <laughs> okay. and just like how, you know, if, if you'd be just, uh, you know, doing some chores around the house and belting out, you know, singing along to Pandora or something like that. He's just, he's on fire walking home. You don't know what happened. Um, but he, yeah, he's like kind of a, it's like a hard-boiled paranormal detective story. Um, I saw some some similarities to, uh, if you guys have ever read um, the character that Steve Niles writes called uh, Cal McDonald. No, I don't know. He's, he's done some, some prose novels and some actual comics for okay. this character. Um, but a lot of similarities to that, but... Yeah, just um, this first issue was—I mean, it was—it was just packed. Like I said, 64 pages, and not a page was was wasted. Um, the the writing was really good. It's um, Al, I don't know, I'm never really sure how to pronounce this person's name. It's uh, I think it's oh. Alish Alish Carl. Alice 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 Ailes or Ailes. I don't think it's Ailes. I, I always hear either Alice or Alish caught yeah um he's he's written um a lot of indie stuff like uh zero mm. a few other things but he's also he wrote uh secret avengers oh. for marvel um and the the art reminded me in a weird way um some some parts of it reminded me of uh fiona staples oh okay so but the Nothing wrong with that yeah, the the artist is uh, his name is Matt Taylor. So Matt Taylor. Yeah, for uh, for a first issue, I thought it read really well, and it it really had me interested in seeing where this story's going. Yeah. So another another big recommendation. Nice. Yeah, it looked really good. I I I don't know why. I think I just bought too much stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was honestly, I was afraid I wouldn't get to the book soon enough, and then I'd lose interest. Um, but just flipping through it, I I kept flipping through it, like maybe I should check this out. I don't know. Uh, 
But well, we do. So have, it's good to hear that you've got a positive review. Yeah, we, and we do it. have a review copy if you want to uh, do a. Oh, okay. Um, the uh, spoiler, but the, there was like a Cthulhu-like scene in the book mm-hmm. that really caught my eye. That was what it was about the book that I flip flipping through it, and I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah. Like, I was like, "Ooh, Cthulhu!" You know? Yeah, this guy's just like he's wearing a hood, but he's and all you see is just two eyes and like tendrils. Yeah, or tentacle, whatever I was like, they oh, are. I mean, I mean, I might like this. <laughs> but he's just like a normal dude. He 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 shows yeah. up at the at uh, Wolf's apartment and he's like, "Dude, I'm having some trouble with my landlord. He's a vampire and he's he's messing with me. <laughs> he's he increased my rent by twenty five percent and and so that's what I mean. Like he's just so they go over to his apartment to this guy's apartment building and he's like." Okay, we need to vampire versus Cthulhu. We need to fix this. What's going on? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was yeah, just just a lot of fun. Like I said, I was I, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but at the end, I, I really like I said, I really enjoyed it, and I was now I'm really looking forward to the second issue. Nice. Okay. Good. So that is all I have. Well, Jared just walked away. He just I, left. I'm, no, I'm just, just like everyone else out there. I'm just enjoying listening to you two being. <laughs> he just he just dropped he just dropped the dropped his dropped Together the mic together again. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So okay, well, uh, I don't, does anybody have any anything else? Any last minute? Any last to, any last requests? requests? Uh, yeah. Negative. No, I'm good here. Um, let's see, should I mention anything? West Virginia PopCon is coming up soon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, August 22nd, 23rd, Milan Park in Morgantown. You can go to wvpopcon.com. Mm. Or wvpop.com. Sorry. And I think we would be remiss. I mean, I, I think we'll have some more to talk about as we get closer, but we would be remiss if we didn't mention the. Wizard World Pittsburgh show that's going to yeah. be happening in September, um, September 11th through the 13th. Uh, I, I think we'll definitely be there in some capacity. That's yeah. still uh, TBA. Um, right. We're you know we're working TBD. on some TBT. Yeah. D D D determined. BVD. Scott will be there. Maybe Scott would just lend us his badge, and we'll all just take DVD. Uh, yeah, I'll be there, Sean, and, and I know Sean is there as well. Yeah, so and, half the show you know, will be there. At if least. we can get yeah. you guys through the gates, you know, oh, through, the, see, through your, uh, the siege perilous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so. Through the oh yeah, my uh, comparison. Uh, we'll get you on the life raft, uh, you know, to travel from Marvel six one six to yeah. Battle World. <laughs> so, BattleCon. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, I think that's about it. I guess we'll, we'll call it a night. All right. So this has been Comic Book Pit, episode 210. I'm Dan. I'm the Duke. Hey, Scott. I'm Jared. And we'll see you next week.